0: Wednesday, October 5th, 2016, I received the following email from the corporation that runs the schools my children attend.
1: As you are aware, the safety of our students and staff is a top priority. Yesterday, our schools received numerous rumors circulating about clowns being sighted at area secondary schools. As you may or may not be aware, many schools in Ohio and in the Indianapolis area have been dealing with clown threats in their communities. Please know we are aware of the rumors and have not received any confirmation of an actual sighting from school personnel or law enforcement at our schools. If you or your child has any specific information related to this issue, please encourage them to talk to our administrators. In addition, law enforcement has been notified. Thank you for your partnership in ensuring the safety of our students and staff.
0: Given the seriousness with which the schools and apparently local law enforcement were taking these rumors, I decided to investigate. Have you guys heard about these creepy clowns? Mm -hmm. What do you know about them?
1: Uh, I know that they've been going to north and south and have been kidnapping and scaring people. Are you pretty sure about that? Yeah, but I also know that, uh... It started in Germany, I think. At our park, there were a few sightings of clowns. And some said that they had knives, others said that they
2: didn't.
0: What what did they say about those clowns?
2: They said that they just had very white faces uh, with red underneath their eyes. I don't know.
0: Just clowns. Who saw them when you said they were sightings?
2: Um, My friends. We were at a cross-country meet, and some of them stayed a little bit after. So some kids you
1: know actually saw the clowns at North? No, they didn't saw it. One, my friend's dad, um, he's a police officer, and he says that his dad arrested one, so. There were some people who were arrested. I mean, there are mugshots of people that you can see who are wearing clown costumes.
0: Sarah Gordon holds a Ph.D. in folklore from Indiana University.
1: But I have not heard or read of any instances of anybody who is a clown or a creepy clown who has actually committed any act of violence or anything really beyond a threat?
0: Nonetheless, the rumors persist, and not surprisingly, the rumor mill is fueled by social media.
1: Um, I seen a lot of videos of clowns chasing kids and hurting them. And um, last time on my iPod, I saw them um breaking in and hurting people, and they and they're taking kids to um their clown place. Where are they taking it? To their clown place. What do they
0: do to them once they get to the clown
1: place? Uh, 41 miles. I follow this post on Facebook of like local area moms and they post things. And I had heard about sort of the hoax that went on in the park nearby us. And I'm not very sure of the veracity of that. Like, did it actually happen or did just a bunch of kids say that it happened? I don't know. But then on this Facebook moms post, somebody in the same park said so that their husband was in the park playing tennis and definitively saw someone dressed as a clown. And then he didn't call the police. He called the police the next day. And the police were like, well, you should have called us, you know, at the time.
2: Yeah, so what do we actually know about this pandemic?
0: Joe Stallman is an anthropologist who earned his Ph.D.
2: at IU. Uh, We know, again, one person in North Carolina, a young person, reported a clown. And then since then, it's just kind of like spiraled out across the country. Um, I read a couple news stories where they've tackled a guy in Kentucky, and he was basically like an older teen wearing a clown costume, but he didn't come off as the creepy, sinister type, and he was let go.
1: I'm a bit suspicious about this whole clown thing. Because it sounds kind of fake, like the clown costume thing, people dressing up in clown costumes walking around town sounds completely realistic, but them kidnapping children doesn't sound all that realistic.
2: In the U.S., the first clowns go back to 1981 in Boston. Some little kids said that they saw two clowns in a beat-up van trying to lure them into the van. No one else saw them. No one was arrested in a clown outfit. They were actually relying on the testimonies of these little kids.
0: Well, I haven't really seen them. I've just heard them, and they've been behind my cousin's garage and stuff. You heard the clowns behind your cousin's garage? Uh, They told me a story about it, though. (laughs) Like, it was behind, and my cousin went there, and she freaked out and ran back in the house.
2: In folklore, we call this friend of a friend. You never have proof, but the proof is your friend who knows someone close to them. And so you know that person, and you're going to tell someone that you know, that your friend knows, right? And it just perpetuates. It's even faster now with social media. It's instant.
1: On Instagram, there were, like, pictures in there. There's this, like, account that's, like, clown... Clownsightings.us. Yeah, clownsightings.us. And they had a picture, and they are like, guys, be safe. There was a clown sighting in Renwick. And, oh, my gosh, we have to run. <laughs> And people were commenting, and they were like, oh my gosh, I'm moving. I'm going to get killed by a clown. The creepy clowns are an urban legend. Just They are absolutely, unequivocally an urban legend in the academic sense of the term. It's a story that circulates between people. It's told as true, so the people who are telling it believe it to be a true story. Typically, it has concrete associations in time and place that help to give it a level of validity. So it's uh, a creepy clown sighting happened at this time, at this place, not just there was a creepy clown once upon a time in the Enchanted Forest, you know, if you wanted to contrast it to a different kind of story people tell. And usually it's framed with reference to somebody i know or my friend spoke to somebody the relationship described is close enough that it sounds believable so it's a friend of a friend it's my my cousin's uh, husband it's it's these sort of often these two levels of remove but you will rarely find that you speak to somebody who they themselves can directly say saw a creepy clown (laughs) Right? right this is a narrative that exists far more in narrative than it exists in the real world. People want stories to latch onto.
0: Ron is a local seventh grader.
1: So they hear the stories and tell the stories and always want more and improvise by making fake videos and spreading rumors. And at first it was just a few videos and rumors, but now it's spreading like a wildfire.
0: Everyone wants a story to latch onto and pass along. But why are these stories about clowns, After all, isn't a clown supposed to be friendly? McDonald's used a clown to sell billions of burgers
3: and comfort sick children. We are the show folks who the audience sees more often than any of the other performers. Joe Lee is a professional clown who has
0: worked for Ringling Brothers Barnum & Bailey, Hoxie Brothers, and King Brothers Cole Circuses.
3: As people would encounter us, it was a very different experience than Oh, look, there's somebody lurking in the woods. (laughs) At the circus, Lee explains, clowns are far from aloof or mysterious. We're encountering the audience in a very different way than somebody on a trapeze does. We did a meet and greet as people came into the tent. We are always interacting directly with the audience. I mean, we're standing there, people are asking, where's the restroom? You know, talk about in stage, breaking the fourth wall. There was no fourth wall for us.
0: But no matter how close you can get to a clown, Lee concedes, there's something unsettling
3: about them. There is kind of an otherness to clowns and makeup that startles some children, and it also startles chimpanzees. They recognize this creature as a human, but there's something very different. You know. We have a terrible
2: history with clowns in the United States, uh, starting off with, like, John Wayne Gacy.
0: The serial murderer occasionally worked as a clown, Stallman explains. And in the movies, creepy clowns are everywhere.
2: In horror, there's a lot of clown tropes. Like, there's the insane clown, there's the killer clown, there's uh, the sexy villainous clown, and then there's the, uh, the morose clown that just kills because he's sad.
0: Clowns have been sending out mixed signals for hundreds of years. Consider the sinister figures of Grimaldi, Pierrot, and Pagliacci, which became archetypes in the 19th century. But why is this narrative of the evil clown suddenly so compelling again?
1: What is it about these creepy clowns that speaks to the particular kinds of fears or concerns that we have right now? Um, And that's kind of the million-dollar question.
0: Sarah Gordon proposes her theory.
1: We look to these narratives to find a place to put this fear that we're feeling anyway. I think we're all feeling an enormous amount of fear right now about duplicity, about divergence between expressed intention and actual action. I think our political system engenders that in us. Um, I think our increasingly divided sociopolitical situation in this country also engenders that in us if somebody is smiling to me while they're selling me a coffee are they actually smiling to me or are they judging me while serving me with a smile because that's their job um i think there's a fear of disingenuousness that is embodied in a lot of ways by these clown narratives yeah. which i think is why we're latching onto that narrative right now and putting our fears there
2: if it's not clowns, I can say it would be terrorist.
1: Joe Stallman
0: agrees that the clowns are a convenient placeholder for any number of fears.
2: It would be some unseen depression coming our way. There's always some type of fear in front of us. and You could be focusing on climate change, but no, you're stressing about imaginary clowns. But that very
0: substitution,
2: suggested by
0: local 8th grader Tara, may be necessary to maintaining our sense of control, Gordon asserts.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. It feels a whole lot more manageable and, and a whole lot more immediate. Um, and it's a lot easier to be scared of things that are immediately troubling.
0: And it's easier to be scared of something that can be resolved than something that can't. Many of the clown narratives that play out on the Internet, Gordon explains, have tidy, built-in resolution.
1: People have responded to this with these kind of extreme threats of violence. <laughs> You know, if I see a creepy clown, I'm gonna start carrying a baseball bat. If I run into a creepy clown somewhere, there's gonna be nothing left of that creepy clown but like a bit of cheap fake red hair and uh, smear white face paint on the sidewalk. I mean, which I find interesting because there's this these clowns have been constructed in a way that indicates they're coming to your safe places, but you can fight them, and if you fight them, you're going to win. So it's a fear that's immediately accessible and it's present but you're stronger than it is, and you are going to beat it.
2: I've heard of people that um, go around with nunchucks and knives and, like, guns hunting for clowns. You've heard of that, really? Famous YouTubers do it. We're just releasing steam, so we don't have that real upset in society. Joe Stallman. Like, think of Carnival. That's another example where you let the masses just kind of have their day. But the next day they're back to work, and they're following uh, society's... Directives.
0: Not only do the clowns provide an outlet, Stallman suggests.
2: It could be to create community, right? It's one of those things that bring us together. We're all in this fear together. To me, uh, after 9 one that's what I saw America do. Bef- before that, I felt like everyone was very individualistic. And then after 9 one the country kind of came together. And I saw groups of people who I thought had nothing in common come together over this thing that happened. So why couldn't the clowns do the same thing for us? You know, and it's surrounding this one thing that we really care about, our children, who are our future.
0: But unlike 9-11, professional clown Joe Lee points out, this is not an emergency.
3: I think about maybe I should get in makeup and costume and just walk around as an ambassador from the, the world of folly to this world of, I must say, folly as well, and just say, look, We're okay. We're okay. It's all comedy. For Cafe Indiana,
0: I'm Yael Cassander.